With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Off Topic with Big Woo and Friends. Streaming live on the Big Woo Radio app. Here's your host, Big... NBA, NFL, March Madness... BCS, it's off topic sports that's in effect. It's game time. That's right, you can't hide. In fact, check who's fake and who's prime time. It's game time. Donnie, Big, Less, and JB. Talking touchdowns, home runs, and deep three. Free. Over and free. under free. with JT. It's game time. The topic is off, different than most. You can call in, listen, or drop a post. It's Big Woo, and here's your host. It's game time. On time, hitting with force. Without further ado, it's Woo and crew as we welcome you to off topic sports sports it's game time yeah what's up welcome everybody to the off topic sports got my man big Les doing big things for big woo radio man we appreciate that big Les man looking out for us with the new brand new intro for off topic sports and it's a brand new nfl football season it's a new day in the nfl I'm here to tell y'all right now, Cam Newton is going to win the Super Bowl with the New England Patriots, make Tom Brady look real bad, but we'll get into that conversation. I know everybody's going to want to know or want to talk about that, but uh, I'm going with Cam Newton wins the Super Bowl with the New England Patriots. Uh, And also we're going to talk about, of course, the Panthers. Panthers offense did not look that bad, but the defense needs some work. Uh, because they let the uh, Las Vegas Raiders uh, run up 34 points, but they put up 30 points of their own. So I don't think the Panthers are going to be looking as bad as people might have thought. I think your boy um, Teddy Bridgewater is going to put in work for them. Of course, Christian McCaffrey is going to do his thing. Uh, But let's get into um, some conversation. But before we do that, let's – Let's uh, shout out these sponsors and supporters, shall we? You're listening to uh, my man, Wood Forest National Bank, my man. Wood Forest National Bank. Go to woodforest.com. Men's big Warehouse of Rock Hill, South Carolina, Gastonia, North Carolina. 24K Rides of Rock Hill. TCP 5400 Club at 5400 Nevin Road. Warren Publishing. Clover Parks and Recreations. With the University. Porter Decals. The Hydrocephalus Association of America. Please go to No More Brain Surgery. Primetime Players Basketball Coach Chris Thomas. The Connected Group. New Soul Music. Blacktopia Society. Some guy named Jay. Below the Deck. Mr. Nick Fox. Enterprise Management. Tony Nicole. SMG. Mr. J. Lock. And uh, hats off to you. Couture and All About Us Radio. Time hitting without further ado with Warren his crew as we welcome you to off topic sports. 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 
Yes, game time, baby. Uh, I want to welcome in my man, James J.T. Thompson. What's up, J.T.? What's up, man? I'll tell you, man, that's a dope intro. I say, outside of the things that, that, that we've been doing, man, five years in the game and get a dope intro like that. Man. Big left, man. That's a definitely a blessing within itself. That's a good look for real. Also, want to welcome in Adonis. Donnie Martin. What's going on, Donnie? Nothing much, gentlemen. Just sitting back absorbing all of this overdose on sports I've been getting this weekend. It's been playing <laughs> basketball, college football, NFL. I mean, I don't know how to act. And I've quickly adapted to the no crowd situation because as long as the sports is back, I'm with it. Exactly. I, I see uh, one game I was watching, they put a picture in the uh, in the uh, end zone there where they kicked the field goal. It's like a big picture of a crowd. It's even got the security guard. Look like he walking up the damn steps. I'm like, come on, y'all can do better they than that. Going. Like I, one game, it took me a while of watching it before I realized the stands was empty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I know. So I'm, I'm good. I mean, of course, you can't go to the game, but I'm all right with it. I uh, also want to welcome in my man, Big Les. Come on in here, brother. What's up? What's I doing, man? Ain't doing nothing, man. You know, about to talk What's some up, sports. How you doing? I couldn't work. I couldn't hear him. Hello? That was that was Donnie. Donnie said, what's up, brother? How you doing? <laughs> I hear you, bro. Oh, yeah, my bad, my bad. Fan, can y'all hear me now? Yep. Yeah, yeah, loud yeah. and clear, loud and clear. Again, Big yeah, Les, appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it, man. Glad everybody enjoyed the little intro. All those listening, man, I, I do intros, announcements, all that. You looking for somebody to to um, plug, your, plug your, your, your business or plug anything for radio, television, man, get at me, get at yep. me. Give me but, yeah, I appreciate address. it, man. I just did it out of love, man. I just because I just I just love you guys and what y'all doing, man. It gives me a chance to play around. Yep. And um, gotta be creative, man. So I'm glad you guys liked it. Absolutely, man. You know we love you back, man. Give everybody your email address so they can reach out to, to you, man, and 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 use you if they need you. Yeah, yeah. So you, can, you can get at me at uh, Big Left Forty One. Um, I'm also on um, Facebook at Left Smith. And if you tied to Corey or JT. You definitely can look me up on um, on their pages and find me. Um, getting ready to change off and change my production uh, team to We Woo Radio. So um, I'll let you know when I change over to that. But, yeah, that's, that's kind of like my little side thing I want to do, man, just stay in the business and promote this. So I'm, I'm ready for that, and I'm ready for sports. A lot going on this weekend, man. Whenever you're ready, I'm ready. It's Absolutely, so. Let's start, man. Let's start with the NFL. Uh, we'll get into some NBA a little bit later on with Donnie. And um, first, I want to, I want to, I want to go ahead and just put it out there, man. Um, I think Cam Newton is going to win a Super Bowl with the New England Patriots because now Bill Belichick is licking his chops. He's like, oh my gosh, I got so much, so many things, more things I can do with a running quarterback, a throwing quarterback. He's going to fit right into the Bill Belichick system as a passing quarterback. I think he, he was um, 17 or at one point, I know he only missed like three passes. You know, Cam Newton is not known for accuracy, but all of a sudden he seems to be a more accurate quarterback. He didn't throw for a lot of yards today. But he ran for two touchdowns, gave New England a win over a Miami team that 
you know, it's, it's Miami. You know, not get too excited, but it's, it is Miami, and it was probably a good opponent for him to get his chops wet and, and, and you know, kind of fill out how he's going to do uh, and what Bill Belichick and the offensive coordinator in New England are going to be able to do with him and how defenses are going to react. And you know Bill Belichick, the, being the genius that he is, able to adapt and adjust, and you just it's just so many things now that he can do and open up different things uh, in this offense with Cam Newton. Uh, New England has got to be the luckiest franchise in the, in the history of football. I, I mean, they they get Cam Newton for bottom basement price. We talk about a former MVP, a former quarterback that played in the Super Bowl, uh, a, a, a quarterback that played in the previous Super Bowl. I don't want to call him a former quarterback because he still is a quarterback. Um, and and Bill Belichick just snapped him up and 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 tried to act like he don't know if he if Cam was going to be the starter. And he knew the whole time that when Cam if Cam Newton was healthy enough, he was going to start for his team. I don't care who they had and who they were talking about that they had, and they were happy with this guy from day one. He knew if Cam Newton was going to be healthy enough to start, he was going to start. So uh, JT, I want to start with you. Uh, how do you feel about? Cam Newton, New England Patriots winning a Super Bowl. And maybe may not be, be this year because I, th- I still believe my Dallas Cowboys is going to uh, bring one home for us this year. But I do believe Cam Newton will get signed to a longer-term deal with New England because he's still relatively a young quarterback, relatively healthy it seems like now. He don't have that burst of speed and, and, and willingness to run as uh, as he did before. But when they designed the run plays, it looked like that they, they went – uh, for positive yards every time when when I was watching it. Uh, JT, what are your thoughts on Cam Newton and the New England Patriots? You know, Cam Newton, the question has never been his athletic ability. It's always been the context of his character. And today, um, if you, you know what I'm saying, if you got caught up in his play, then you realize, okay, he got a, he got an opportunity to do something, 75 yards rushing, two touchdowns, but can he continue that for a whole for a whole regular season. Right. My problem with Cam will always be my problem with Cam is his attitude. I don't think that he's a great leader. I don't think that he's one that can really be one to look to, especially when you're in adversity. And in a win today, he was still – he reminded me of the Cam Newton that was in Carolina. Mm. Because if you watch after the game, he was still jawing and trying to get at, you know what I'm saying, uh, some of the Dolphins, you know what I'm saying, after the game. It's like, man, you just got to win. For, for the first time in the last nine games, you got a victory. I would have right. been gone. I would have been off. I would have been headed off to the, you know what I'm saying, to the press conference right. and been straight. But Cam couldn't do that, man. He had to be restrained by multiple people. Until Cam gets that together as far as how he conducts himself off the field of play, Cam is still going to be in his own way. Right on. Well, that's good information to know because I didn't, I hadn't seen, and you know, I'm I'm critical of Cam's attitude too. Like when they when they lost the Super Bowl, and he came and acted the way he did uh, after the the loss in the Super Bowl. Uh, I I was real critical of Cam and his attitude. So um, I I I would have thought that would have changed, but you know, still still some time uh, for Bill Belichick to get in his face and be like, look, we don't need you here, dog. I mean, you you know, you you good and all that, and we have a better chance to win with with you than without you. But we can win without you. We had we just had a dude that's considered the greatest of all times here, and um, we won with his 
uh, raggedy arm and his raggedy uh, athletic ability. So we can win without you. We don't need you here. So I'm waiting for them, somebody to get in his face and do that, and maybe that'll straighten them out when it comes to this. And, and it might have took this incident to do that because Bill Belichick will bench this dude in a heartbeat without a problem. And um, so I, I, w- I would definitely, I'm with you on that, JT. I would like to see him change his attitude and be more of a, a team player, be more of an adult when it comes to victories and losses. You know, if you can't, if you can't be an adult uh, when you win a game, then what is to say wh- how you going to act when you lose? Um, Big Les, what are, your, what are your thoughts on the New England Patriots and, and uh, Cam Newton winning a Super Bowl? Um. I'm, I'm always one that, you know, it's only the first week. And like you said, they was only playing the Dolphins. But Bill Belichick is going to get the best out of Cam Newton. But, and, he, and he, you know, his playbook has been a certain way for like 20 years. So now he has an opportunity to do so many extra things where they can do bootlegs with the quarterback. They can do, you know, um, all types of different things where, you know, he can drop back and run quarterback draws, things that they couldn't do before. You know, with, with Tom Brady, though they didn't need to because Tom Brady's accuracy and who he was as a quarterback, they really didn't need that aspect. But right. they will do better things, you know. But as far as to say they will win the Super Bowl, it all depends on what JT said. It goes to attitude because your attitude, your attitude is like a, uh, like a tire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It's only it's only gonna get you as far as you know you put that air in it. But as long as you stay flat and your attitude stays flat. You know, you're not going to go anywhere. So, and then we have to see about all these other teams. We don't know who might be a surprise favorite to be good. You know, so that's a lot to be said at this point. And um, there's only week one. You know, the cream don't rise to the top or start moving to the top for about October. So let's sit back and relax and see what happens then. And we, we, we should see something. Absolutely. Donnie, come on in. I'm going to have to go with a little small combination of the three of you guys. Um, I, I definitely agree Cam Newton's attitude can and will possibly be a problem. But um, we've seen players with bad attitudes before be successful in the NFL. So even with the attitude, he still has the, the ability to be successful. Um, piggybacking on what Big, what, what Big Wu said earlier, I think his um, passing yards per game may go down, but we will see his – quote-unquote, accuracy increase because Bill um, Belichick has been known for that dink and dunk offense with Tom Brady, getting the ball in the players' hands and letting them do the work as opposed to relying on the deep-down threat offense, uh, you know. But, and uh, and also, as we all alluded to, Bill Belichick is a mastermind out here. That guy figures it out with everything, and it's not like he, I mean, he, he he lost Tom Brady, but your consolation prize is you get to pick up Cam Newton. Yeah. Like, I'll take that. And I think he, like Big Will alluded to, he's a cup coach that's capable of adjusting to the skill set of his number one player, which is now Cam Newton. So given time with them two guys together to let him gel, I'm not necessarily saying they're going to win one. But right now with my, my lowly Jets and Sam Darnold not getting himself together, the Miami Dolphins being who they are, and then the Buffalo Bills looking okay but still not a major threat, then New England has a, a pretty easy, decent shot at their division every year, which therefore gives them a playoff shot mm-hmm. and therefore gives them a chance of having a good record. So you add that deadly combination with Cam Newton and Bill Belichick, and we may be looking at at least, if nothing else, a perennial AFC contender over the next several years, even if they aren't a, um, a, a Super Bowl winner. Yeah. 
Um, the likelihood, I think the likelihood of Cam, uh, you know, being signed, because I think he only signed a one-year, maybe a two-year deal, and then it was incentive-laden, and a lot of people said that he's getting jerked around on this, but I, I say he 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 fell into a gold mine uh, by, by getting to, to play with the New England Patriots, to, to be able to get that second chance with a team like New England Patriots, um, uh, what a coach and an organization like the New England Patriots, uh, I think he got the, the best possible thing. Uh, this was the best possible scenario that could happen for him. And I, I believe that he will, you know, depending on how this year goes and how healthy he stays, I believe he can, he can, uh, uh, you know, actually get back to where he's got a, you know, three year, four year deal with some guaranteed money, you know, to get him back to where, where he was. But let's move on to, uh, the, the ex quarterback, uh, for the new England Patriots, uh, Mr. Tom Brady, uh, the, uh, the, the Buccaneers, I was going to say the Patriots, but the Buccaneers are taking on the saints and, and I'm, I'm looking here on uh, ESPN's website, and this it shows Tom Brady emphatically spikes the ball after first Buccaneers touchdown. And that's all they've done, all the rest of the way. So uh, Brady not known to be one of these uh, rah-rah, you know, spike the ball or, or, or celebrate after touchdown very often. But um, here he is spiking the ball, and they're losing 24-7. to 7. Um, they've doing uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense doing absolutely nothing since that first touchdown. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. By Tom Brady, where he called his own number from the one-yard line or what have you. Uh, but now they're getting drilled. 24 to 7. Donnie, I'll start with you on this. What do the Buccaneers look like? Uh, where I think the Cam Newton and the New England Patriots might win a Super Bowl uh, with all these weapons Tom Brady's supposed to have. I, and again, it's the first game of the season, so I don't want to be like, because they may go, they may run off seven straight wins for all I know. But but as of right now, the Saints are handling them 24 to 7 in the uh, Superdome in New Orleans. And, um, what do you think from what you see so far? I know it's like a, a, a minuscule sample, uh, but what do you think about Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Um, like you said, it's almost too early to call, and they're playing against a team that I feel has a legitimate shot at the Super Bowl this year. So um, to judge them by what I'm seeing through the first half of football with no preseason would be unfair to them. And they're actually currently on the drive. Tom Brady just threw a pick six, which took it from 17 to seven to 24 to seven. 
but now they're right back on the drive and about to tie this, or not tie the game, I'm sorry, may yeah. be able to cut it back down to 10. Yes, yeah, so 24-14 now. Yep, yep, matter of fact, just, they did score with um, O.J. Howard. So, um, you know, it's a little mix of everything. You know, everybody's getting used to each other this first game of the season. No preseason, no real OTAs. It's just a feel-each-other-out moment. Yeah, so yeah. what I'm getting at is all of these teams are going to improve as the season goes on. And the roster that the um, – I was about to say the Patriots, like you, that the Buccaneers have put together is very impressive to me, at least offensively. And I'm looking forward to seeing what that team can do later because Tom Brady is Tom Brady with or without Bill Belichick. He's still six Super Bowl quarterback. Um, you can't take anything away from him until he proves that. Five or six games in, I'll be able to give you a better opinion of where I think the Bucks are going to be long-term for the season. But as of right now, I still think they have a shot at winning this game. So it's definitely too early for me to say, oh, they're finished or Tom Brady's not a good fit with a whole almost a whole half of football left. So um, I, I definitely, coming into this game with these two great quarterbacks, I, I expected a shootout, and it looks like we're well on to our way to getting that. So uh, I'm about to buckle up and sit down for the rest of this game and see yeah. how it all turns out. Well, I'm definitely not one to say who's going to win or lose any games, especially after the picks that I made today. Was just about it was the worst I think so far the worst uh, I've done in these uh, past couple years that we've been doing these picks and uh, I I mean I picked Minnesota to beat Green Bay that didn't happen I picked the uh, I picked the Detroit Lions to pick the Bear I mean beat the Bears that didn't happen I picked the um, Bengals to beat the Chargers I'm looking good on that one so far but uh, and I picked the uh, I picked the 49ers to beat the Cardinals but I do believe the uh, Cardinals might win this game because I'm going back to what I said last year about the 49ers and I wish JB was on the line so I could reiterate this to him that the 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 49ers might end up 6 and 8 8 and 8 at best that's going to be at best their record might be eight and eight after uh, showing up in the and playing and losing in the Super Bowl. I think they're going to have that Super Bowl hangover like most teams do, and I think there was just a fluke that they was there last year. But let me get uh, Big Les and JT's opinion on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and where they may end up um, at the end of the season just by going from this little tidbit of action that we've 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 seen from them so far this year so big less what are your thoughts on the tampa bay buccaneers and tom brady leading the buccaneers to the promised land well i think i think one everybody's jumping on the bandwagon too fast for number one because number two there's a man in the woods by the name of a breed who's Absolutely. been with his team for 11 years and they got a coach that's been there a long time as well. So yes. football is very rarely do you get a bunch of guys on a one football team and then you go off and you win championships. It usually takes years. Timing is very important. So, you know, these guys in New Orleans, man, they, they know how to play football. So, yeah, Tom Brady is there, but he don't have the same offensive line that he had at, yeah. you know, New England. And the scheme may be a little different. So, um, and he's a year older. And eventually, one day is going to catch him. You know, yeah. so... We don't know when that time may be, so we once again we gotta we gotta pump the brakes and just, just see how it's gonna turn out. Yeah. But um, I pretty much figured that the Saints was gonna get him today because a lot of them guys could be nervous playing with Brady for the first time mm-hmm, under the mm-hmm. big light. You know, all that they got to get used to. So it's a lot know, to deal we'll, with. We'll see. 
It is a lot to deal with. But, uh, JT, we can't say this. this is a pick six for Tom Brady is not something that you see normally. I mean, especially this early in the season, you don't see Tom Brady throwing pick six again. He's with new wide receivers. He's with new organization, new coach, new everything, new uniform, new new bed to sleep in, everything. So um, how do you think this is going to affect him going forward? Uh, like like uh, um, uh, Big Les said, you know, at some point that age has got to catch up with him. And they are, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're banking on, it's Super Bowl or bust. When you got Tom Brady as quarterback on your team, like Donnie said, he's six Super Bowls and, and all this, that, and the other thing, and MVPs and all that. You know, you, you brought him in because you want to win now. You ain't trying to wait for two or three years down the road when he's going to be 45, 46 years old. You want to win now because, you know, he ain't got that much left in the tank. And I don't care what they say about the TB12 and his eating habits and, you know, what, whatever that is. Uh, age is age. And you can't you can't beat Father Time. So, JT, is win or bust for Tampa Bay? What do you think? Is it is it win or bust for Tampa Bay? I think it's a lot of pressure uh, with Tom Brady being in. I think it is winning the bus because it's a lot of expectations. But, again, you know, just like we know, uh, it's what you do on the field. We can talk all this stuff beforehand, but what you do on the field is going to ultimately tell the story. So I think, you know, again, to my knowledge, this is the first time that we've watched NFL football where there's been no preseason. So to me, it's almost like looking at, a preseason game is mm-hmm. sort of a plan. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And with that being said, you've got to work the Kings out. When I look at, you know, Tom Brady, it's kind of deceiving. The the first interception, yeah, he threw it right in the country. But the second one, the wide receiver didn't do anything as far as coming back to the ball. And Janoris Jenkins did a great job of jumping the, jumping the curvers and grabbing the interception for the big six. Yeah. So when I when I break down the fundamental ball, you know, side of it, it's like, okay, we're still working the team. So, really, we can't really put a whole lot of stock into what we're seeing, you know what I'm saying, other than what's looking good. We got to understand that it's not how you saw it. It's how you finish. Mm. And as long as you have a Tom Brady that's in the mix, you, you can't count him out. I don't care how old he is. He's, he's a proven winner. And at the end of the day, they have to run in with pieces in order to be successful. So, we, we have to still, you know, look at him as being a viable contender. There have been games that ain't Mike knew it. You know, in New England, he didn't experience, you know what I'm saying, some losses early on. Mm-hmm. But he's always been a fighter, and they've always seemed to be in the mix at the end of the day. And I don't see it any different him in Tampa Bay. I think they're still going to be in the mix. In the NFC, in the NFC South, they look like it's going to be them and the Saints in Atlanta fighting. And, and I'm not going to count on Carolina. But, you know what I'm saying, it's all about, you know, if you got veteran leadership and you got the pieces, and you always got a chance to be successful. Right. Well, I'm going to go on the record and say Tom Brady is garbage. He's always been garbage to me, and he's just showing me that he's garbage without Bill Belichick and that organization and that system to play in. He's garbage. I'm going on the record. He is garbage, and I'm a, and, and, I, and that's why I'm rooting so much for the New England Patriots. Big Cam you Newton. You, the Jets, man. <laughs> like, you sound like you've been in the division with you for the last 40 years. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I just hope that 
Because even listen to the game today, oh, Troy Aikman, you know how much I used to love Troy Aikman. He's an ex-Dallas quarterback, and I used to love Troy Aikman. But all he does is ride Tom Brady's junk. It's Tom Brady, what a great dump pass. What a great pass. By Tom Brady, this and Tom Brady. Well, let me ask you this. What if it's a case of this, of a man who's played the position and knows how hard each one of those uh, tasks are to execute? on a play-in, play-out basis. So maybe he has the utmost respect for guys like Drew Brees and Tom Brady and Peyton Manning when he watches them. It could be that. Nah, it's just he just uh, he just <laughs> he just loves some Tom Brady and think just because he got more Super Bowls than he got, then he he, he all that. But shut up, Troy Aikman, because you had Michael Irvin and Emmitt Smith and all in that that defense that helped you get those Super Bowls. I, I can't stand Troy Aikman either. I, I, I need to take I need to give people scores, and we're gonna take a break. We'll come back. We're gonna talk some NBA. Of course, we got to talk Carolina Panthers. Of course, we got to talk Dallas Cowboys. And uh, I want to ask these guys, man, with the season going the way it is, uh, you know, starting with no preseason games, should they tack some games onto the regular season? You know what I mean? We, obviously, we don't need the preseason to get to get down to the rosters that you need to get down to. I think maybe they should just hold a couple scrimmages before the season start and then maybe play, you know, 18 games. Uh, what's wrong with that? But make them all worth it. You know, no preseason because since you're going to be starting off slow, one or two games, you're going to start off slow or whatever. That way it gives everybody a chance to build up the momentum at the end of the season so you add two more games. But anyway, we're going to take a break. Uh, well, we're going we're gonna to do some um, scores. We're going to get you all up, up to date on the scores uh, going on in the NFL, and we'll come back after the break and talk more sports. Don't you go nowhere. Big Woo Radio, off-topic sports. All right, uh, let's see what we got going on here. Uh, games that's already finished. Uh, you got, of course, the Carolina Panthers going down to the uh, Las Vegas Raiders by a score of 34-30. to 30. Uh, You got the um, Houston, oh, that was a Thursday game. Kansas City beat Houston 34-20. The Jets lose to Buffalo 27-17. New England uh, handles Miami 21 to 11. Baltimore dominates Cleveland as they should 38 to 6. Jacksonville squeaks by Indianapolis 27 to 20. Another one I got wrong. Washington comes back to beat Philly 27 to 17. Another one I got wrong. Chicago over Detroit 27 to 23. Another one, I'm not going to keep telling you I got them wrong, but Green Bay over Minnesota 43 to 34. Seattle over Atlanta 38 to 28. And uh, games is going on right now. You got the uh, Arizona Cardinals losing by three to San Francisco. New Orleans over Tampa Bay so far, 24 to 14, with nine minutes, 38 seconds going in the third quarter. And uh, that's the only games going on right now. And you got the Cowboys coming up at 820 against the Rams. And you got the Monday night games uh, where you got Pittsburgh taking on the Giants and Tennessee taking on Denver. So don't y'all go nowhere more. We'll ever talk more sports when we come back. Off Topic Sports, Big Wool Radio. Don't you go away. Hey, this is James J.T. Thompson from Big Wool Radio. Hats off to you, Couture. Everything is made, not manufactured. Your one-stop shop for handmade hats and more. How to get in touch with them? 
www.etsy.com slash shop slash hats off to you couture. Officially endorsed by Big Blue Radio. Radio. Hey y'all, I'm Nima Shining Star L, and you can catch me every Sunday, 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on IG Live in the art room with Nima, where I will have special interviews with special guests you don't want to miss. And then you can catch me Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook Live. That's right, Facebook Live Thoughts Provoked, where every topic is definitely a hot topic. Do not miss. So if you can't catch me on IG Live, 7, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, shoot on over to Facebook, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. What up, people? This is Mr. Dark Eye, CEO and manager at New Soul Music Record Label with a special public service announcement for all up-and-coming artists in the Rock Hill, Charlotte area and around the world. New Soul Music now offers artist management, production, marketing, and promotion for all up-and-coming artists. If you are in need of a management team, look no further than New Soul Music Record Label to help position you for success in your music careers. You can hit us up today for your free consultation at 803 Seven zero five six one eight, or email us at newsoulmusic14 at gmail.com. Once again, that number is 803-470-5618 or email us at newsoulmusic14 at gmail.com. Let's build your future in music. Listen to Big Woo Radio I want y'all to listen to Big Woo Radio. This is Big Woo Radio, a station for the people, by the people, serving Rock Hill, South Carolina, and surrounding areas, Charlotte, North Carolina, and surrounding areas, serving worldwide at BigWooRadio.com. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. I am the legendary DJ Cool, and I don't care what nobody say. Woo Radio is the best radio station. Period. All right, and I said that, and I meant that. <laughs> You're listening to Big Woo Radio. Topic sports that's in effect. It's game time. That's right, you can't hide. hide. Fact check who's fake and who's prime time. It's game time. Donnie, Big, Less, and JB talking touchdowns, home runs, and deep three. three. Over and three. under three. with JT. It's game time. The topic is off different than most. You can call in, listen, or drop a post. It's Big Woo, and here's your host. It's game time. On time, hitting with force. Without further ado, it's Woo and his crew. As we welcome you to Off Topic Sports. 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 It's game time. Man, I love that drunk right there, man. 
I'm trying to tell you. Big Les did the damn thing on there, man. We appreciate it again. I had to play it one more time for the people that just got in. And if you just joined the program, uh, we've been talking about um, Cam Newton winning the Super Bowl and Tampa Bay, what they going to do. They're getting, they, uh, they're getting beat right now by New Orleans and uh, all kind of stuff going on. But we're going to get into um, – some NBA, man, I, 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 I'll just uh, briefly talk about that because I do want to talk about the Carolina Panthers and uh, the Cowboys, the preview this Cowboy-Rams uh, game coming up tonight. If you want to get in, 704-489-3316 and 704-489-3316. Thanks, everybody, listening live at BigWooRadio.com and everybody download the Big Woo Radio app in your Google Play Store and all our folks that search us out on a podcast app on your iPhone. We appreciate that. We appreciate everybody that follows us on all our social media at Big Woo Radio on everything. And if you just joined the program, like I said, and you missed the first half, you can always go back and listen to it in its entirety uh, on anywhere you listen to podcasts, whether it's iHeart, TuneIn, Spotify, uh, Deezer, Alexa, everywhere, everywhere you listen to podcasts uh, while you're going to work or driving home from work or However you listen to your podcast, just go ahead and check us out. Just search Big Woo Radio and um, or Off Topic Sports. You'll find us. We'll be right there. Um, all right. So, Donnie, uh, the Lakers go move on. They, they take care of business against Houston. I thought it would be a little a little closer than that. But uh, after, it seemed like after game one, uh, when, when the Lakers get smacked in the mouth, they just come back with a vengeance and, and, and handle their business. Um, does this mean – that the the Lakers are the dominant force in the uh, playoffs right now, and and you know just just hand hand them the trophy. It's, it's a done deal. You got LeBron James, you got Anthony Davis, you got um, you know Rondo playing well. Uh, I mean that's and that's all they needed was you know one more person to step up and look like Rondo's is handling business. Uh, uh, so is, is it the Lakers trophy to lose? Well, yeah, I, I do believe I said that all year long. Um, I also said that Milwaukee would be the opponent that they would beat, though, so I was wrong about that one for sure. But, yeah, you are right. The Lakers are handling business. I kind I, I thought it was going to be a little more competitive, maybe a six-game series, but I definitely did not expect that series to go seven. I thought they were just better than Houston, and as long as Houston didn't get hot, because trust me, they shoot as many threes, so many threes, that if they get hot, you just yeah. can't beat them. But as long as Houston get, didn't get hot, I just thought um, L.A. was a much better team than them. But the surprise for me is over in the other series, the, um, as L.A. is patiently waiting to see who their opponent is going to be. And today, Denver Nuggets, for the second time during these playoffs, has pushed it, come back from a 3-1 down and pushed it into a seven-game series. So they are giving the Clippers all they want right now, which will, if the Clippers do survive, will give them a um, – uh, you know, uh, they'll they'll come into that L.A. Lakers series all all tired and and, and beat up yeah. and shame. And if that were to happen, shame on coronavirus because you robbed L.A. the city of L.A. of a all L.A. Um, you know conference championship mm. right there. All you know they would love to have had that during the city right there popping. Oh, that would have been great. But it is what it is. But the main concern is, are they even going to make it? Because right now, Denver's on the on the war path. And if Denver were to happen to be the team that the Lakers would have to match up with, that would be a much tougher series because you got to um, – Jamal Murray can get hot, and you got Anthony Davis who would have to stick, stick Jokic all game long 
which can get him into foul trouble, take him away from the paint, and all kind of other things, as well as he's quick enough and athletic enough to give Anthony Davis a little bit of trouble on the defensive end as well. Hmm. So patiently waiting to see what the Western Conference Finals is going to look like. And with that being said, we do have our Eastern Conference Finals all set. Boston Celtics are here to stay, and the surprise for me is the Miami Heat. I definitely did not expect them to be there. If you would have had me pick the Eastern Conference team, they probably will have landed maybe fifth for me going into the playoffs. I probably would have put Toronto, Boston, Philly, who lost in the first round, and, um, and the Bucks ahead of the Miami Heat. But yet, yeah. still here they are in the Eastern Conference Finals, and Jimmy Butler has been balling. He has definitely been the best player in the playoffs so far, um, bar none. You know, it scored the most points when it counted the most for his team, led his teams over the playoff victories. Mm-hmm. And that's going to shape up the exciting Eastern Conference Series. I personally going into it, once again, I'm going to count Miami out and go ahead and pick the Celtics. But Miami has proved me wrong in the first two rounds, so we'll we'll patiently wait and see what happens in that series, which should kick off Tuesday evening. Yeah, the success that the Miami Heat is having has got to be in a testament to the skills of, of course, Pat Riley and the, and the way he operates and the way he's able to maneuver and get the the players and on his on his uh, in his organization that want to win. And then, of course, the coach. You got to give the coach credit for you know being able to uh, make things happen with these players. Uh, and and now they not they don't have the the Dwayne Wade and, and LeBron James uh, hanging over them as, as, as why they are successful. They are a successful organization because they believe in getting the right players in the right place in the right situation. And, uh, and, and kudos to them, man, Miami heat. I, I didn't, I didn't see this at all. Uh, you know, and, and like I said, I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie and say I followed the regular season of the NBA um so I wouldn't, I wouldn't have never seen Miami coming. I just wouldn't have seen them. I, I follow the top teams and, and you know the top players or whatever. But I would have never seen Miami coming and doing what they've been doing in these playoffs. Big Les, are you surprised by the Miami Heat? And do you think the Lakers um, are going to win it all? Um, no, I'm not surprised by the Miami Heat. Actually, um, my 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 brother, who I consider my brother, who lives in Florida, he's been talking about the Heat told me to watch him earlier in the season and that they would they would contend. But, you know, Jimmy Butler is a different type of dude, man. He changes the outlook of your defense because he can do so many things, man. Yeah. And all you need is with Jimmy Butler, you just need a few pieces and everything else is going to work for you because of the style of basketball he plays. He's almost mm. like a 90-type player, you know. He's, he's very tough and he makes Miami tough. Agreed, you know, yeah. Philly – if they would have kept him, I think, you know, would have done some things. But, you know, he left to go. But I think Milwaukee, I still think Milwaukee probably is a better team. I think Milwaukee got caught in the bubble. Mm. And I think they didn't make any adjustments being in the bubble. And that really mm. affected their mindset, you know, because they just was not the team that they were before coming into the bubble. And reports, I've read reports that Giannis has, disconnected all social media with all his teammates except for his brother. So mm. I don't know if he's taking a break or he's just um, he's ready to go, but I think he has another year on his contract, so I don't know how that's going to work out. Um, as far as the Lakers, I think I mean, I, I'm, I'm Houston, I mean, if you know basketball, man, really, really, really Houston never had a chance. 
Houston would have to shoot great every night in order to even have a chance to win because of the size factor. But the factor that no one's talking about, the, the one piece that really stepped up for the Lakers was Rondo. Mm-hmm. Rondo was mm-hmm. the other guy that they've been looking for the whole time. But when when you don't have size, and, and L.A. has skill size, you know, right. it's just not one. Yeah, so when you got skills, got size, and those guys can defend the perimeter of which Houston really, you know, where they get their most of their buckets, it's very hard to to beat a team like that, yeah. you know. So Absolutely. you definitely have to shoot well. Things have to kind of go your way because you're not going to get the hustle rebounds. You're not going to get those type of things. And um, it, it's just hard. So the Lakers yeah. are resting, which is good. Um, the Clippers the Clippers are in trouble. Um, but I, I think it's, it's just hard to win, uh, what was it, three straight? It's going to yeah. be hard to be a Clippers three straight, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. We'll see. Well, JT, in lights of the with the Houston, what happened with Houston, and considering that they, you know, West, uh, Westbrook came over, and uh, that was supposed to give them the get them over the hump, and it seems like it, it made things worse, not better, uh, because they didn't get as far as they got uh, without him. So, uh, Houston, what changes do they need to make? First of all, what changes do they make or will they make any changes or, or will they get these guys another year to, to try to play together and get it done? And um, Denver, I mean, could Denver possibly uh, beat the Clippers and, and, and up or upset the Clippers? Cause I mean, that would, that would be an upset. So that was my question to you, JT Houston, what are they going to do uh, with their team or, uh, are they going to break it up or whatever? And uh, Denver, uh, has Denver surprised you so far? I think Houston is a piece away. I agree with James Gordon said. Uh, my problem with Houston is I think Russell Westbrook was the problem. You know what I'm saying? I, I think um, he's not a team. He's not a team guy, and he can you know when he when he's hit, and you know what I'm saying you're benefiting off of it. But when he when he's off, and he's all the way off. And he doesn't add anything. He's another problem. Attitude over, you know what I'm saying, being a real team guy. His whole attitude, man, really makes it, you know, he talked in, in the press conference last night about, you know, people, the kids and stuff that look up to him. And I'm like, he sets a bad example, especially when it pertains to sports specific-wise and how you're supposed to go about it. I understand, mm-hmm. that, you know, the great ones, you know, they have their own persona about things. But, man, he can do a whole lot better about how he carries himself. Yeah. Like, why is the headline, you know, outside of a great win for the Lakers, why are we talking about him getting into it with Rondo's brother? Like, you know what I'm saying? Those are not the type of headlines that you want. You no. know what I'm saying? You got to be better than this. Whoever pertains to Denver, Denver has surprised me because I counted them out. I didn't think they had a chance in the Clippers series, but they mm. they fight and they and they bring something to the table. Mm-hmm. And if, if um, Kawhi and company are, are careful, on Tuesday night, they could be going fishing because Denver Denver ain't got nothing to lose, and they're playing like they ain't got nothing to lose, and they got everything to, and everything to prove. So, man, it's anybody's ball game in Game Seven, and it being the bubble, in my opinion, the bubble has brought out the best basketball. You know what I'm saying? Because we wouldn't have got these tight games if it had been, you know, home court advantage. I think being at a neutral site brings a whole other dynamic. Uh, with the bubble, and and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Yep. Yeah, I've been having a I've been having a good time watching, and uh, I know you have, Donnie. 
Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm going to update some scores real quick. The uh, Chargers and the Bengals are tied. Cardinals uh, or yeah, Cardinals and Bengals. Bengals and Chargers are tied. Um, Arizona same score with them. San Francisco up thirteen to ten. Uh, New Orleans uh, keeping the lead on Tampa Bay twenty four fourteen. Uh, Brady is garbage, uh, and that's it. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I can't. I, I just. Oh, I'm just hoping so much that they just they lose like eight games, nine, t- ten games. I hope they lose ten games. Just make the Tampa Bay Buccaneers worse uh, having Tom Brady and the and the New England Patriots going to win the Super Bowl. That'd be great. Um, all right, so let's get into back into the 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 NFL, man. Uh, JT, uh, Carolina Panthers, they lose 34 to 30, but I wasn't, I wasn't really mad at their offense. I thought their offense, um, uh, did what it needed to do, but just like I thought with the Carolina Panthers, the defense was going to be suspect and the Los Angeles, I mean, the Las Vegas, uh, Raiders did show the weakness in that defense. Uh, what did you think about the Carolinas uh, game today, JT? Very winnable game, a game that they had control over and should have won. My my problem with them is I felt like I was watching the college game. Mm. Uh, why you don't run your your star running back on third one uh, forever, uh, it'll be a head scratcher. You've got to go with your bread and butter when you're in situations like that, especially if you paid them and that's what you, you know, that's what you got. you got to run them in that situation. I was very disappointed that they didn't go to McCaffrey in that in that sense because I think he would have got the, um, the the yard is needed for the first down. Carolina to me is one of those teams that don't have nothing but you know nothing but upside. They can't do nothing but prove prove that they're gonna be a team that's gonna be in the mix. And so you know I'm glad they got it out the way. I hate they took a loss, but I hope they grab the lesson out of it and come back stronger next week. Uh, I'm not gonna count them out, but in the, in the AFC South. Every game is going to count. And if they're losing games that are winnable games, it's going to hurt them when we get to the end of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Big Les, are you, did you get a chance to watch any of the uh, Panthers game? What would you think? Nah, not, I didn't get to see any of it. I tried to get it, but I, I was late, and the game was over by the time I really got sat down and see it, but I didn't see him. But they got Teddy Bridgewater, right? Yeah, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. I'm rooting for Teddy. I hope he does, though, man. So, yeah, me too, man. I mean, Teddy Teddy had a tough, you know, career uh, getting hurt in Minnesota and then, you know, being let go by Minnesota and then uh, was able to prove that he was worthy by, by the opportunity that, got, that he got with the Saints and uh, by winning all five of the games that he started there. And uh, I think Carolina is really lucky to have him in, you know, in the – kind of really like the the peak of his career. I mean, he's really going to get a chance to show what he's made of. He's going to learn some things and and I, I thought that was a good pickup by the by the Carolina Panthers. Donnie, what did you what did you see from the Carolina Panthers today? Uh good and bad to ugly. Uh, well, I didn't get to see much of them. I was flipping back and forth and uh, watching. I, I was trying to get a, a bead on everybody this year. So, yeah. I was flipping back and forth didn't get to see much, but 
they were a little more impressive than I, I guess I was expecting out of game one. Um, Bridgewater did pretty good, had a high percentage, too, for almost 300 yards. I didn't expect that out of him in first game. McCaffrey did what we were supposed to do, almost 100 yards, two touchdowns. So I was expecting that. Defense, like you said, I was concerned about that going into the game, and they basically proved me right. So you give mm-hmm. up 34 points. And from what I saw, every play that I saw, it seemed like we were getting – 10, 15-yard games on it. So I was flipping the channel. It was like, man, this is ridiculous. We can't stop a soul. So um, I, I have to get a better look. I, I, to be unfair to the Panthers, I didn't watch. If you if you totaled up the amount that I watched, it may be a quarter worth, and it wasn't all in one row. So um, I got to get a better look at them. I, re, I will re-watch the game and go back and, and then actually put my study on, on it next time and see where we went wrong on certain things. But um, as of right now, um, did like what I saw early, even in the loss. Should have won that game, had the lead late. But, um, once again, like I said, failure on the defense. So, we'll be all right in the long-term. Young football team. Um, yep. Bridgewater's finding his own, and I'm looking forward to him doing so. Yep, yep. Uh, Carolina Panthers uh, coach uh, Matt Rule, uh, first-year coach, uh, uh, straight from college to the NFL. So, um, uh, you know, you can't expect a lot. But I was I was uh I was impressed today. I was uh impressed with the offense, mostly of course, and the defense just uh they, they got some missing pieces on defense that I mean of course when you lose you know, when you lose Luke Keekley and, and some of the guys that you lost on defense, uh it's gonna take a minute for them to, to, to regroup and, and hopefully as the year goes on they'll they'll be able to to uh make that defense better. Um as far as the wide receivers go, Robbie Anderson, six receptions for 115 yards and a touchdown. I mean, you can't be mad at that. You know, uh, like you said, Christian McCaffrey, 23 carries, 96 yards, two touchdowns. Teddy Bridgewater, 22 for 34, 270 yards and a touchdown. You can't ask for more than that from your offense to get 30 points. Your defense got to make a stop against the Raiders of all people. It's the Raiders. Come on. Um all right, so before we get into the over and under, right quick, want to preview, get y'all guys' thoughts on the Cowboys and the Rams coming up tonight at 820. It's the Sunday night game. Start with my fellow Cowboy fan, James J.T. Thompson. J.T., what are you expecting from the Cowboys tonight? Um, I expect um, solid um, effort. Um, I think hopefully the distractions of that coming out this week talking about the depression and things that he's been dealing with as far as, the, you know, the death of his brother. Mm-hmm. He's also still dealing with, you know, um, his mother's death and, 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 you know, those things are things that you cope with. Um, Dak is highly motivated. And I'm also excited to see what um, Coach McCarthy brings to the table. Yeah, you know what I'm absolutely. saying? I think, you know, you got a solid Super Bowl coach. You have somebody with, you know what I'm saying, direct. And how does this offense look, you know what I'm saying, under Kellen Moore year two? You know, how do we mess? How do we bring things together? You know, I'm also um, excited to see what the Rams bring to the table. You know, with Aaron Donald and company, that defense, what Derek Goff's going to bring, you know what I'm saying, yeah. up under, you know, the big contract. So I expect a great game, and, and hopefully, you know what I'm saying, it won't look so much like a scrimmage. It'll actually look like an actual football game. Yeah. And uh, we'll see in prime time, what it's gonna, you know, what it's going to be. Exactly, exactly. Big Les, what are you, who you, who you, who'd you pick, Cowboys or the Rams? Who you got? I picked the Rams. Oh, but not, not, has nothing to do with being a hater. This is what I was looking at. You know, with there being a lot of distractions, 
in Dallas with the Zach contract and the depression and the the the, the United States flag and all that kind of stuff, and they playing on the road, could be a good opportunity for the Rams to get the victory. So that's what I was kind of looking at. Yeah, we'll see how it goes, you know, and um, just just those type of things. So I understand you pick. I understand. I understand why you pick what you pick. It's still still gonna be wrong, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> Donnie, who you got? Man, you already know who I got. I wish I would pick y'all. It's like, nah, unfortunately, I may. I think y'all are going to win the game. Hmm. But my Cowboy hatred is going to allow me to pick against y'all in this first game just because I want the Rams to win. Hmm. And until y'all and y'all are who I think y'all are. Y'all going to finish 8-8. Eight and eight, So why is this not one of the eight losses? So um, I'm going to go ahead and chalk y'all up for one in this game right here, and I'm going to take the L.A. Rams in this one for uh, for, for hatred reasons and none other. Uh, okay, just simply for the hatred of the, the Cowboys. I, I get it. I understand. Yeah, yeah. It's not, yeah. not a problem. Well, I actually, get it. You know, it's for the love of y'all. It's actually for the love of the Cowboys. I love y'all's consistency. Y'all are eight and eight uh, every year. Even if it's ten and six in one year, you'll follow it up six and ten. Y'all are eight and eight franchise, so uh-huh. I love that about y'all. Yeah, that's what it is. Is that what it is? Well, Donnie. Yeah, yeah. Donnie. Donnie. You better not play that stupid. Don't do it. You did one hell of a job, and the only thing else I got to say is, how about Jim Cowboy? That what you talking about right there? <laughs> ah man, thanks for ruining my evening. I most certainly appreciate that. Ah, uh, NFL is back. I'm so happy. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> JT, ready for over and under? Yeah. All right, here we go. Is it over? Is it under? It's time for JT's over under. Over under. Over under. All right, JT, what you got for us, man? All right, cool. I'm going to go through something that just came through the Big Moon Radio uh, Newswire. Mike Anthony has just informed the Houston ownership that he will not be back mm. and that he's going to opt to become a free agent and not return to the Rockets. So my question cool. to y'all is this. Is it more about coaching when you have a team that is talented and, and balancing that all off? Or is it about personnel? Which one? Ways more in as far as you being successful as a basketball team. Big Les, you can go with I'm that. I'm gonna go first. Oh, go ahead, Donnie. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, to me, it's always personnel. You can be the best coach. I mean, a good coach will be a good coach no matter who he's coaching. And that's the Greg Popovich's, the Eric Spolsters, and all of that. They're going to have to put a competitive team out there no matter what their roster is made of. But even those guys need stars to win. None of them guys have rings on their fingers without Hall of Famers on their team. Mm. So you can have the best system in the world. And trust me, Houston has adapted that roster to Mike D'Antoni's style of, of, of coaching. Nothing that is on. They're going to any other coach comes in there other than maybe dig up Don Nelson out of somewhere. That team is in for it because they're not built to compete in any way, other shape, or form other than running the court and shooting threes. And that's for Mike D'Antoni. So, um, but if that is the case, you need that Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, um, uh, you know, uh, Clay Thompson type of shooters out there and not just James Harden who 
shoots an okay percentage, but in my opinion, is not a great three-point shooter. He's just a volume three-point shooter. And then you surround him with other guys who are going to shoot around the 35% range. If you're going to rely on just three-pointers, you need guys out there shooting 40%, especially if you're not playing mm. any deep. So I think that um, that Houston roster is actually kind of doomed. They're going to have to make some major changes for whatever new coach is coming in because the tallest guy they started last year was 6'7". I'm not mistaken. Mm. Uh, I, I know I'm exaggerating, but they have no post presence whatsoever, and they don't play defense at all. And so all they, all they want to do is shoot the ball. So good luck to whoever the next coach is. And to answer JT's question, it's, it's more about personnel than anything. Um, no matter what system you choose to run in the NBA, you got to have good players to do to, to be in that system for you. Absolutely, uh, Big Les. Well, you can have the best players on the on the planet, but if you don't have the right system to run to get your players the shots that they need and the shot selection, then you still can struggle to win. You know, I've had, in my coaching experience, I've had teams with far less talent, and I had to change the, the, the system in order for us to be successful. Mm. So, I think, and that's not saying I'm always successful, but then other things, too. You know, I was looking at a game, and I'll make this point real quick. Like, I can't stand the NBA. Because how, like, the coaching, sometimes it baffles me, and I'm not saying I'm an NBA coach, but the, the way these guys close out, they don't rebound, and all they do, a guy take a shot on the offensive end, a deep three, and you got four other guys on the perimeter. Nobody goes against the rebound. You close out on Steph Curry, and you fly into the stands. He takes one dribble, step over, looks at you, and then he shoots the three. When in college or any other place, you're always taught to stay in front of the shooter, make him put the ball on the floor. If he hits the shot, he hits it. So, you know, Dan Tony got to maybe look at defense. And what kind of, you know, is he, is what kind of demand he has his guys playing defense? I've had small teams, but we've been so good defensively. You know, we cause havoc right. on their weakest point. And so, um, and then Dan Tony could just be tired of coaching. You know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people, they only see the outside, man. But we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And he may be trying to tell them what to do, and they ain't want to do it. And they like, F you, and I'm going to do this. And, do, man, right. I've always said it's hard to judge coaches. Because you only see them at game time. You do not see what goes on off the court. Right. And we don't know what kind of relationship these guys have off the court. So all those play a factor and everybody's frustrated. You know, so, you know, Dan Tony's probably frustrated. You know, that could be a factor. So a lot of things to play in. He could just be tired. Tired of telling guys what to do and they ain't doing it. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. I, I agree with you on, on all those points, you and Donnie. Uh, so good luck to Dan and Tony, and uh, maybe he need to, because I mean you know he's not known as a defensive coach. He always uh, he's he's always been a uh, offensive minded coach, and that ain't really got him anything. Uh, so I would I would maybe take take a year off or something, maybe try to develop some kind of system and give me a defensive minded coach in with me or something. I, I don't know, but well, fellas, I appreciate y'all hanging out with me again. Uh, off topic sports thanks everybody that's listening live and everybody that's listening to the podcast or went back to listen to us uh after the live show uh we appreciate you come check us out tuesday uh 7 p.m uh brutally honest show 
the poet that got his Nyana Renee, JB Mister Two Ninety Nine. We got the sexy thought with Nyana. We talk about some some heated stuff. So parental discretion is mandatory. And then uh, we'll be here Friday for the Floetic Poetry Show with the uh, the lovely Nima Shining Star L. JT and myself, and that's more of a family-oriented show, so you can let the children listen to that one. Well, sometime this past week, it wasn't really that that clean. It was it was clean enough though. But uh, usually Fridays are the clean is the clean show, and uh, so tune in. Then of course we'll be back here on Sunday. Make sure you keep up with all our social media so you know who our guests are that's coming up. JT, did I leave anything out? Do Soul Music Takeover this Friday. You, know, you don't want to miss it. That's going to be special. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's it, man. We get ready for these shows. Check the social media for um, who's coming through Julianis this week. All right. And um, hey, just hope. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd like to give a shout-out if I can. Absolutely. Yeah, real quickly, man. I want to give a shout-out. A lot of you guys have probably never heard of this dude, but. I want to give a shout out to my man named uh, Dwight Anderson. Um, he passed away, um, I think, a week ago today. And um, Dwight was a very um, instrumental in the Dayton community. Mm. Um, in 1970, I want to say 78, 79, he was the magazine. He was one of the magazine top basketball players in the country. Mm. And Dwight went to Walsh High School here in Dayton, Ohio, man. And he was probably, according to Isaiah Thomas, um, Dominique Wilkins, he probably would have been Michael Jordan before Michael Jordan. His nickname was The Blur because he was so fast. Mm. And he ended up going to the University of Kentucky. But he fell on hard times, you know, dealing with drugs and things of that nature, man. Right. He never could really get his life together. And I've seen some stories where we have gotten this guy off the street, went to play recreational ball. He's shooting the ball from half court and he scored 60. <laughs> so that's you know this and he was 40 something years old then oh, I saw wow. him a year ago he passed away at 59 and i saw him a year ago he was up at a park playing with some guys in this tournament but you know dwight um you can look him up dwight anderson the blur um they got a few documentaries on him some of them are very short but man um he's one guy that could have been and um i just want to give a shout out to him man because he meant a lot and a lot of urban legend with that man yeah, you know about his, his basketball skills, man. So, so may he rest in peace. peace. May he rest in peace, and um, you know, just you know, accomplishing what he's accomplished, uh, going to Kentucky, you know, and obviously getting straight, getting off of off of drugs, or or getting out of the drug scene, and and being able to be, you know, uh, to, to keep playing basketball even at up to that age was just phenomenal to me. So, uh, may he rest in peace. Thanks for that, uh. Big Les, we appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it's Parade All-American. My man, Hassan, just checked me and told me to get it right. So he's listening down in Florida. <laughs> okay. Appreciate appreciate you, man, listening, man. Well, uh, that's it, man. Uh, thanks, everybody, again for listening. Uh, we'll be back next Sunday to talk more sports, more football, more basketball, whatever's got, whatever we got going on, the hottest topics of, uh, of the day, uh, of that day. And we'll, we'll keep it moving. So, again. Appreciate you. Uh, yes, on back. Shout out to my man JB in New York. JB, my bad. Yeah, no, no, yes, you good. You good. You good. Shout out to JB, New York. All right, man. On behalf of my man James, JT Thompson, Adonis, Donnie Martin, JB, Mister Two Ninety Nine, Nima Shining Star L, the Poetic Goddess, Nayana Renee, Big Les, Little Bucky. <laughs> <laughs>
fight. Kendrick D. Big Woo. It's Big Woo Radio. Peace. God bless. We out. Look, I fall back in order to avoid contamination. The game is full of garbage, nothing about it that's motivate. I listen to your bars, I'm disappointed in y'all. Thought y'all was working, can't believe what I walked in on. When I came through that door, folks said it at 94. Told my brother, everybody know that man got flow. You're forced to be reckoned with. The beast is dated, but that razor shall flow. We're leaving decapitating, you debated it. You're listening to Big Woo Radio.